the Premier League on Off The Ball. What a blistering start. For all the best insight, analysis and exclusive reaction to the Premier League's biggest games, become a member now and join in the obsession. Subscribe at offtheball.com forward slash join. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep. Welcome to Friday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richard McCormack and on the way, a bumper week for Bundiaki ends with a new contract. A pissed off Eddie Jones is set to depart his position as Wallabies head coach and Max Deegan becomes Leinster's latest centurion. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's on your doorstep. First today, Bundiaki has signed a new central contract with the IRFU. The centre's new deal will keep Matt Connacht through to the end of next season. Aki's contract renewal takes him beyond a decade's service with the Western Province, having first joined them from the Chiefs in 2014. He was part of the Pro 12 winning side of 2016 under Pat Lamb and made his Ireland debut the following year. He's gone on to win 52 Ireland caps to date and was this week nominated for World Rugby Player of the Year after a personally impressive World Cup. Connacht head coach Pete Wilkins told Galway Bay FM he's chuffed to see the new deal over the line. Look, we're delighted. I think to have it uh, have it finalised and finalised this soon is, is great news for us, great news for Bundy in terms of giving him certainty. Um, he's a world-class player and, we, and we've seen that over the last few weeks in the World Cup and obviously time before that. So for us to secure his services again, uh, for him to give us that vote of confidence and, and how much he wants to be here, it's just terrific news for, for the club and the province. Staying with Connacht, the Wilkins makes just two changes to his starting 15 for tomorrow afternoon's visit of Glasgow Warriors to the sports ground in the URC. There's a first start of the season for the experienced Tiernan O'Halloran who replaces Andrew Smith at fullback. Wilkins' other alterations sees Niall Murray promoted from the bench to partner Joe Joyce in the second row with Ushin Dowling among the replacements as Connacht go for a 6-2 split against the Warriors. That Connacht team has O'Halloran at fullback the wings again manned by Byron Ralston and Dermot Kilgallen. Tom Farrell will partner Cahill Ford in the centre. JJ Hanrahan continues at out half and his halfback partnership with Quaylen Blade who captains the team. In the front row then it's Dennis Buck Dylan Tierney Martin and Jack Ainger. Noel Murray comes in alongside Joe Joyce in the second row. Kean Prendergast starts at blindside flanker. Seamus Hurley Langton starts on the open. And Jared Butler is at number eight for Connacht. Having withdrawn from the sides to face the Sharks last week due to a neck injury, Calvin Nash will start for Munster tomorrow away to Benetton. He takes the place of Andrew Conway on the wing. The only other change to last week's winning formula sees John Hodnett start at blindside flanker as Alex Kendellan drops to the bench. Munster start with Shane Daly at full back. The wings then have Shea McCarthy and Calvin Nash. Antoine Frisch and Rory Scannell renew their centre partnership. Joey Carberry continues at out half alongside Ethan Coughlin at scrum half. In the front row then, it's Josh Witcherly, Dermot Barron and Stephen Archer. Edwin Edogbo is alongside Finian Witcherly in the second row. The team is captained by Jack O'Donoghue from blindside flanker. John Hodnett, as I mentioned, starts on the open and Gavin Coombs will continue at number eight. Ulster have a brand new 3G surface installed for Sunday's first home game of the season. The Bulls provide the opposition for Dan McFarland's charges as he welcomes back Tom O'Toole, Alan O'Connor and Nick Timoney into his pack. Billy Burns is back at out half in place of Jake Flannery while Jude Postlethwaite replaces Angus Curtis at inside centre. Starting with the backs, Will Addison continues at fullback for Ulster. Rob Balakoon and Jacob Stockdale are on the wings. James Hume this week is partnered by Jude Postlethwaite in the centre. Billy Burns is at out half. 
Nathan Doak is at scrum half. Andy Warwick, Tom Stewart and Tom O'Toole are their front row. Captain Alan O'Connor and Kieran Treadwell at experience in the second row. At blindside flanker, it's Dave Ewers, Dave McCann's on the open and Nick Timoney comes in at number eight. Finally to Leinster, for whom Max Deegan will win his 100th cap tomorrow. The Sharks are the opponents at the RDS, with Michael Ala Alatoa restored to the front row following his World Cup exploits with Samoa. Lee Barron starts at hooker for the injured John McKee, while Reese Ruddock is named a blindside flanker, having started on the bench in last week's defeat away to Glasgow. Cormac Foley starts at scrum half for Luke McGrath, and Jamie Osborne is named an outside centre in place of Liam Turner. So that Leinster team has Kieran Frawley continuing at full back. Tommy O'Brien and Jordan Larmer are on the wings. Jamie Osborne is at outside centre this week, partnering Charlie Natsai. Harry Burns named it at half. Cormac Foley comes in at scrum half. In the front row then, it's Jack Boyle, Lee Barron and Michael Ala Alatoa. Ross Maloney and Jason Jenkins continue in the second row. Reese Ruddock comes in at blindside flanker. Scott Penny again captains the team from open side. And Max Deegan will win his 100th cap at number 8. Eddie Jones says he's pissed off with the current situation in Australian rugby and its decline over the past 20 years. The Wallabies head coach has given a frank interview to the Sydney Morning Herald's Peter Fitzsimons. In it, he describes the current Rugby Australia system as antiquated. Jones insists he remains committed to his job as head coach and that stories linking him with Japan's vacancy are false. He tells Fitzsimons that his last face-to-face contact with the Japanese rugby union official came back in February. This is at odds with the story that has done the rounds that he's held a job interview prior to the World Cup but Jones insists that centralisation has to happen to allow Australian rugby to develop but that also must be matched by investment in the game. In a separate Sydney Morning Herald report they say Jones representatives had let it be known to Rugby Australia this week that their client is open to an amicable parting of the ways. The papers say doing so in the first quarter of next year would alleviate some of the financial burden associated with ending Jones' five-year deal early. We'll end on a positive note, shall we? Argentina take on England, of course, tonight in the bronze medal match at the Rugby World Cup. However, this morning, the Pumas' assistant coach, Felipe Contepomi, was good enough to take time out from their preparations to speak to Off The Ball Breakfast. Contepomi began by paying tribute to one of his successors in the Leinster number 10 jersey, one Jonathan Sexton. Well, um, I definitely, uh, when I was watching him in, in Leinster and coming through and playing with him, he was unbelievably competitive and good like uh, it was very hard to say he was going to be the the player he is because he's one of the greatest in this sport now you know uh, I think he's what he has achieved in his career and with Ireland and it's it's unbelievable because we need to put this into perspective uh, Argentina and, and and England are playing for the third and fourth place but they are not the third or fourth best team in the world we need to make it we need to understand that that for me Ireland is still the best team in the world now even with this uh, and I think uh, France won't be that far off you you still have the big four like all the best four teams in the world are the two finalists and Ireland and France unfortunately the 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 route or it, it was you know it was hard but Tournaments are tournaments, but that doesn't. But for you to prove you're the best in the world or the top two, the top three, you need to prove it consistently, and that's what Ireland did in the last few years. Uh, um, and it's unbelievable, you know. To uh, f- that's my opinion. Eh? Now, uh, obviously, a World Cup is a World Cup, and you want you have to win it, and it's it's a tournament. But 
you know, for me, they are still, and they have a bright future coming, uh, looking forward, you know. That's it for today's and indeed this week's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to hear this podcast coming at you free and indeed Monday to Friday. My name's Richie McCormack. I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo and with reaction to the World Cup final on Monday. Till then, enjoy and thanks for listening.